Welcome to Close the Door and Come Here, a Game of Thrones and a Song of Ice and Fire podcast with heavy leanings towards our two favorite characters, Jamie and Brienne. Hi, I'm Lot, Lady of Tarth, hyphen posts on Tumblr, joined with Eon. Hey, this is Eon Blue Negative. Um, Eon on Tumblr? <laughs> I totally missed that. Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> we also have Guile. Um. <laughs> prime, prime form tonight, ladies. An occasional gent. <laughs> I'm Guile. I tweet at Door Podcast. <laughs> Clotho. Hi, I'm Clotho, and you can find me at Clotho Spindle on Twitter. Uh, we have a Devin joining us. Hi, uh, this is Devin, GD Harpo on Twitter. We have Gatto. Hi, I'm Gatto. I'm Google Girl One on Twitter. And Jinmo. Hi, I'm Jinmo. You can find me on Tumblr as Jinmo. Awesome. Why are there so many of us on this episode? <laughs> Did we uh-huh. think that something was going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> something backfired. There was a rumor. <laughs> yeah, I think it was three or four. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. Anyway, so just covering all our, all the bases. <laughs> I just uh, want to. Just in case. I just want to thank you all for joining us. Anyway, this is um. A covering of Game of Thrones, Season 8, Episode 3, The Long Night. Um, spoilers all, like everything. Okay, guys, books, show. <laughs> um, we've been getting some weird mail where people feel like they haven't been told that. You've been told. Okay. And definitely <laughs> possible discussion of major upcoming either leaks or fake leaks, I would say. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I need them. Good call. <laughs> The one thing I want to do um, before we like get right into like the recap of everything is let's just get this out of our system and talk about how horribly dark this episode was, okay? Oh and then we can continue okay. for yes. <laughs> so, I was reading some very sophisticated analysis about like the codec of of the episode and how um, it's like basically the comp- basically the compression that's required to actually show it on to actually broadcast it is what makes it impossible to see and how apparently to look awesome on DVD on um, Blu-ray. So wait, you know, what? six okay, months from so... now we'll, we'll have it going on. Okay. Well, what does that, what, uh, wait, what does that mean? So okay. If you have a 4k TV, isn't it still it, supposed apparently, to show? Nope. Apparently okay. your TV would still, your a nice TV would still make it, not look good. My only, husband. It's only going to look good on Blu-ray. My well, husband. Yeah, because it's the compression that they require to actually transmit the broadcast. I had an expert weigh in as well before this. Uh, I, my husband works in post-production. So he okay. said the master internally would have had less banding and almost no compression artifacting while working on the edit and color grading on the episode. The Blu-ray will be much better looking because it's a higher bit rate than streaming and digital broadcast. So okay. on their end, they did make the conscious decision to air oh, this oh. one. That would look like garbage for everybody. God, so they, they screwed us over so they could make more money. <laughs> well, it's not <laughs> even that. It's like they their artistic vision. 
yeah, is but not compatible with the format that people are going to see it on, and like there, and then you get like these comments like, "We'll get a better TV," and like, "Fuck you!" Like, I know, I know, produce slow, something that people yeah. can see. Like, I, like you I said, it's saw, not even yeah, the TV; it's the it's something the about the. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I said it's not even the TV; it's the streaming. Like you have right. your TV would make no difference, okay. right? But I mean, would this still look? My question is, would this still look okay? Like, if they were putting this, I'm still skeptical that the darkness level is still appropriate. Even I, I, I can say, okay, I'll wait, see the Blu-ray. If it was in a movie theater, I'd wait. Like, okay, the scene where the clouds opened up to me, that was an appropriate darkness level. Like, that was dark, but there was crisp lighting, and and when they filmed it, it was light. So, was any of the decisions they made? to make it darker in post-production because they did like you could see them filming it there was enough light i mean could they have made mistakes though is there acknowledgement that it's potentially like you want producers to acknowledge that they made mistakes yeah that's what i was gonna i was gonna bring up one of the people who did the lighting i read on twitter i don't know if it's true it was like an article and he said that it was the, uh, the brightness level on the TV that the you guys that we didn't adjust it correct or something like that, but he was pretty much trying to cover his ass because so many people were complaining about it. I had John yeah. busted arms. I forgot it's his so name. Um, damn, I wish I could remember. Liar McFirepants. Were you guys seeing trails? Yeah, exactly. I was seeing trails like dragon, like you could see the head of the dragon, like like a trail across. Like it was terrible. It looked like trash. Yeah, I saw that. It looked so soupy. It was soupy. Yes. And you feel terrible because these people did work. Like, the people that, you know, like, the 55 nights of night shit. Like, I feel terrible, like, bitching about this aspect of the episode because, like, obviously those people all worked their asses off. But, you know, like, how let let down were they by the fact that we literally could not see their work, you know? Yeah. You think about all like the prosthetics, all those actors. And, you, had to yeah, and the worst part is that you know that it, yeah, that it has good lighting because in the behind the scenes, you yes! can see it perfectly fine. And so yes! I'm like, well, I don't That's understand why we... Yeah. I mean, hopefully, like you said, hopefully the Blu-ray, maybe it'll be amazing and make up for it, but... We'll wait it's and kind see. Of dis- yeah, <laughs> no. I mean, it's disappointing and, you know, among, you know, many disappointing things, but this is one that just really, I mean... Come on, yeah. when like literally the entire universe is saying we can't see shit. Like, I, I couldn't enjoy it. I like, think that you, was, I felt like I could sort of yeah. after for the first fifty minutes I could when I could see more, but I couldn't enjoy that that first bit. You know, yeah. I couldn't. See. Yeah, when you can't tell what bearded man is getting stabbed on screen, like that's a cause for concern. <laughs> I, every other time I was like, oh, was that? Yeah. Oh, it wasn't. Oh, was that? It's like, man, I don't even know. <laughs> and it's yeah. I, I mean, Bray Warren died ninety times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, other—if you think about it, other seasons were pretty dark, but this is pretty extreme. I mean, that that scene was a little hint—the one at the Umber House. So this was pretty for me. It felt like way darker than any of the other seasons, even. Right, and it was so stressful because I mean, the way that this episode starts—I mean, you feel sucked into it and you're just wanting to see who's dying and you can't see shit (laughs) (laughs) i mean i felt like i was having like a a mini panic attack the whole time i was watching this episode because i couldn't see anything (laughs) (laughs) yes yes (laughs) have we gotten it out of our systems (laughs) 
Yeah, and shout out to Mel for trying to give us the only lighting, you know, in the entire episode with her little firepower. <laughs> yeah. It's a yeah. great of light. Thank oh. you. The great tweet I saw where it was like, shout out to Beric Dundarian and Melisandre, the, the two who tried yeah. to produce and it's yeah, like 100% light. more light to this yeah. episode. <laughs> yeah. Visser. Okay, now we can move on. So... <laughs> We have uh, the show opening with a prep for the battle, and Sam's above ground. Uh, Tyrion grabs his wine to head below. The feeling is very anxious and tense as they're waiting for the enemy to attack. Um, we see dragons fly overhead. The unsullied soldiers and Dothraki are in their formations. Um, we get kind of like one last pan of the front lines with all our faves. And uh, John and Danny watch from a cliff uh, above. Uh, Davos spies Melisandre riding in. She asks Jorah to tell the Dothraki to lift their weapons, and it's flame on. So I'm going to pause at that point. It's felt like a little bit so of hope. <laughs> at what point can we discuss, like, the completely stupid battle tactics? Like, mm-hmm. now. Oh, my God. Now? Yeah. Now. Okay. Yeah. So... Yeah. You have a wall, like in the history of warfare, let's say you and you're you have a castle, a fortified, you know, fortified castle that you presume you're going to be attacked. You would, you know, like wait to be attacked and fight back. You wouldn't abandon your fort. Of, I mean, what the fuck do they think people built walls for? Mm-hmm. Like this, they're on the defense. Why or even are the, the trench? Dothraki, like, like maybe why you are can't. the Dothraki charging? And then, hmm. okay, I'm gonna go off for a second. Then I'm gonna shut up for a while so everyone can fast forward, I guess. But um, like the whites are literally sheep. How do you not dig a giant fucking hole in the ground? Ah, like have yeah. the Dothraki outflank them and herd them like cattle into a hole, and then use your dragons to light them on fire? Yeah. Like, how does that not work? There had to be some kind of strategy they could have came up with because they knew they were saying, what, 100,000? You can't beat that. You can't beat an uh, ever-increasing army. You can't if they're like, that. Right. You need to outthink you, them in some kind of strategy that would like not involve you sending <laughs> everyone out to die. Well, and here's yeah. the irony: was you're saying you have to outthink like <laughs> not, well, the White Walkers. You have to outthink like, <laughs> White Walkers. Uh, I mean, like well, how difficult is that? Like yeah. not at all. Uh, no, but I mean the White Walkers are totally just on the big Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> and and, and the mean, biggest crime they committed the, uh, is that they showed us the room full of everyone trying, like, like coming up with these tac- yeah. tactics. Like the biggest more. lines of the entire show. Come on. <laughs> and they I like the the Dothraki in the dark. Like what? Yeah, I just I don't understand why they just didn't light them on fire as soon as they saw them. Instead, they just kind of like tested it with the Dothraki by like sending them out. Oh, well, you know, what happens? They're the, people, they're the people of color. It's fine. And yeah. so I don't it's so oh red them. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Devin, I saw you trying to jump in a couple times there. <laughs> Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> just that the Dothraki, like, they just charged into nothing. They couldn't even see, like, what, like, had they even seen the enemy yet was the thing. Like, you committed your cavalry, and you haven't seen anything yet. Like, it just didn't, right, it didn't like, make any sense. Like, you have dragons, like, do some aerial recon or something. Like Or, like, every anything. other battle, you would yeah, have... Yeah, they were throwing other... the catapults. They should have done that shit first and right? wait to see what the reaction was. They didn't do that until the Dothraki started going. Yeah. Give them some light so they can see what they're facing. 
Or right. don't have a cavalry, the cavalry, cavalry. I'm sorry, this is gonna be a problem. Cavalry <laughs> do like a front frontal charge like that. Like they're mobile. The whole point of it is that they should be able to outflank, not do a direct attack. And plus, why? Again, yeah. why are you attacking? You're defending your territory. You should just be sitting there waiting right. for the attack, horde yeah. to attack you, and then counter. I did see weird. They're behind. They were in front of the. The, um, the spikes and the you yes. know the pit where they're going to yes. set on fire. That was weird. That's, yeah. That was weird. my point. Like, why not extend that out? Further. Right? Yeah, because then they risk the them trick. getting yeah. pushed back into yeah. it. Yes. <laughs> like, I get that the reason is because they had to like make them lose for the you know make them lose Lure for the dramatic out. effect, and then yeah. for mm-hmm. you know battling you know the big bad Cersei, but like. <laughs> I mean, who couldn't defeat them if they're this stupid? <laughs> like, I read something on Twitter where it was like, why did they just stick up a big white flag at Winterfell, stick Bran in the gods, yes, and have yes. Arya hide in a tree? <laughs> yeah. Well, if we can suspend our disillusionment with their battle <laughs> strategies visually... I mean, uh- <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Visually, I love the like the whole Dothraki charge visually because yeah. like they're all lit and you hear the, the Dothraki screamers, like that's what they've been set up as and all that, Dothraki screamers. And just yeah. you start hearing the screaming get more just more and more faint and all the Fading lights out. go out. The like lights. that looks yeah. really good mm-hmm. and sound and sounded really good, but Yeah, I mean that's stupid. beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just shouldn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. It's like, I mean, I almost feel like insulted a little bit. Like, do they think that we're so stupid that we don't re- that we won't recognize how stupid the general tactics are? Because I sort of feel like they think we're that stupid. Yeah, I think they sort yeah, of do. Most people don't. I think, I think they most do. People don't care. Yeah. I mean, I guess like we voted for Trump. So, no, <laughs> not me, not me. <laughs> oh, lucky. <laughs> so, uh, let's see, so we see Mel, and um, she tells Davos to chill out that she'll be dead before the dawn. And um, there's this little shot of Arya and Jora and Ghost, and then the Dothraki do their full charge. Trebuchets are launched uh, or catapults. I don't know what they actually are. Don't come at me. <laughs> <laughs> so we each of their lights dim out and it gets quiet. Um, Danny um, breaks with the plan once the Dothraki have gone in and she takes to the skies with Drogon. And then it's just like a tsunami of the dead piling on top of the our soldiers and it's chaos. And we hear Brienne screaming and Jamie saving her, which is going to be a wonderful reoccurring theme throughout. <laughs> <laughs> Every time Brienne screamed, like I oh my felt gosh. my heart close up. Like, I just, you could hear Gwen, like her voice really stands out. Oh my god, I know. It reminded it you- me of. It, it reminded me of when she was about to get raped. Yeah. Were you guys annoyed that neither Jamie nor Brienne got any dialogue with each other though? Like Yes. You know (sighs) I wish yeah. It was skim. It was very scarce the the Yeah, I mean Yeah, yeah, they didn't a little, but I it w- I was fine with it. I mean, this was like an action set piece. I think the only one who had the most talking was like everyone from the Crips, Sansa, or in, in the Crips, like Sansa mm-hmm. and Tyrion. Yeah. 
So I was cool with it. I mean, they showed a lot of them, you know, like cool fighting, <laughs> like back to back. Yeah, they had a ton nice. of fighting. Yeah. Yeah. Who's <laughs> like attuned out and watching Game of Thrones right now? <laughs> <laughs> It's actually shamefully my ringtone. <laughs> oh my god. Get out. Just just get out. I haven't changed it in years, so I think I still thought the show was decent when I made it. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, same one. That's too funny. You can both leave. Okay. <laughs> so let's see. So Danny is burning all the dead up and then John joins in and the weather turns stormy. Arya tells Sansa to head to the crypts and in the field it's hacking, slashing, growls, swirling snow and glimpses of all our favorites in combat. And then we get our first death. Um, with of a, a a known character, a named character, with Dolores Ed that we see on screen. Can oh. we have a moment for Dolores Ed? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's it. okay. He didn't, yeah. <laughs> he didn't even get his one wish: burn his body, <laughs> get him in time, turn him to white. <laughs> so um, the next scene is Sansa and Tyrion in the crypts, and. It's like this action is like really like cutting back and in. So um, we also have John and Danny in the storm. They're caught up in it. And then we have Tormund and Brienne call for all the, all of them to pull back. The Unsullied guard the retreat. Archers are ticking off the ones that they can. And then everyone tries to get on the other side of the trench. Grey Room calls for them to light the trench. The arrows have no effect, and then Melisandre comes up and, you know, does her fire spell, and it's like, it it finally, after some trying, lights up. Like, I mean, Melisandre was pretty clutch in this. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. She came came through. Did anybody watch, like, the, um, behind the scenes of the making of this fire trench? The 20-minute long, yeah, with the steel... Yeah, the steel pipes, beams. Impressive. They brought in, like, yeah. so many tons of, like, uh, propane. And, like, the... It was pretty cool. Yeah, like, the the actual... The wood was these metal poles and these giant troughs of propane that they would light up. That was <laughs> not CGI. That was actually real fire. Well, some of it was probably CGI. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine how fun that would have been to, like... Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to, like, play with, basically. <laughs> <laughs> So the dead, like once that trench gets lit up, the dead stand on the other side of it, and it's really, it's quite creepy. <laughs> so I don't know if your pit hole thing would have worked, Sky. Well, sure, because you'd have the Dothraki behind them, like uh, forcing them into it. Otherwise, you could do, you know, you could take your cue from what you think is going to happen with Stannis and the Boltons in the books, where you'd. Um, you know, you'd basically construct a trap where you'd have, you'd dig a giant hole and then put stuff on top of it so it looks like, you know, and they're just, they're zombies again, so they're just going to keep <laughs> filling yeah, it in. They're lemmings, yeah. <laughs> so, I got it. Have, it. have a master artist paint a picture of Winterfell (laughs) (laughs) to the left of the castle and we'll just go over there (laughs) just to cut out a brand would be fine (laughs) (laughs) so let's see the hound is looking really freaked out with all this fire 
And then inside in the crypts, we see another shot with Tyrion and Sansa and Varys. And um, there's a bit of a, like a dialogue between them. You know, Tyrion wants to go up top and Sansa and Varys are like, yeah, okay, please, Tyrion, <laughs> check yourself. <laughs> um, Sansa tells Tyrion that the most heroic thing is to look the truth in the face. Sansa also tells Tyrion that he was the best of her husbands. <laughs> and... A nod to Miss Sandy, who sticks up for Danny, you know, when they're kind of talking about the Dragon Queen. I kind of so, like that. Um, can I give us, you know, there are some fairly credible leaks, so if you are not wanting to hear that, you might want to tune out for like a minute or so. But, you know, if we think that, if we think that, you know, the coming political story is you know, Sansa and, you know, they're basically kind of a three-way battle between, like, Sansa's faction, Cersei's faction, and Tyrion, or not, Danny's faction. Is this kind of foreshadowing of Tyrion, like, not kind of choosing Sansa slash Jon over Danny? You know, when Sansa basically is like, well, you're in love with her, so it wouldn't work out between us. Um, did you kind of take that as maybe a hint of where that's headed? I see it more as him maybe siding with Sansa um, towards the end. See, but. I I would thought that, but then when she says like, "Oh no," like the you know the Dragon Queen would come between us. Like I took that as like a hint that he wouldn't betray Danny or, or he wouldn't go against her. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I feel like yeah. the exact opposite as well. Like I think. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I, I feel like they they want to subvert, you know, whatever response it is, or this, whatever they're setting up. Maybe he does betray her, and does to true Sansa. But I don't, I don't know what the good, what any good reason would be for that. Yeah, um, I just feel like there's been like a rift kind of planted since the end of season seven, and then he and Sansa have been having these bonding moments. So I took that dialogue as more of a foreshadowing for the opposite to happen, or for okay. him to like, yeah, be like, "Well, you're wrong," <laughs> because I could kind of see that because they've had Tyrion and Danny at odds quite a bit too. Okay, yeah, yeah, she insults his yeah, intelligence all the time. So then that does yeah, make me end up. Doesn't that kind of make you doubt the whole like Tyrion's executed at the end? Then it seems like there's only three. Yeah, it seems less likely. I don't know. Because you sort of assume, I mean, I, I don't know about you guys, but I assume that Danny's going to lose. Like, so, somehow. At this point, because yeah, I, I got so thing. mixed up, like, who's, was Frickies at all? They're, are all the spoilers bad at this point because they've all been proven wrong? Or yes. is there, I know the one about jumping out of the tree in area, that's the only one that has. Yeah, they're like all debunked. Okay. Besides okay. the one from, like, four months ago that okay. we, <laughs> that someone dug up. Okay. Yeah. Do we want to hear about that now, or? <laughs> <laughs> well, no. I mean, they got Theon it's... and Arya's storylines right, and then the all of Episode Three, pretty much, a lot of key, yeah. very specific key moments that you know it sounded like bullshit. I'm sure four months ago, but you know, when Episode Three aired, and it was like, oh shit, they were right on the money with it. And have they come down to whether they say you know at, that John kills Danny or John kills Cersei? Because I think originally they were Cersei, and then they're like, "Oh no, they met Danny." Why the fuck would he kill Danny? Because she's crazy. She's probably something really off the wall. Yeah. 
I just it's got to hmm. be her dragon burning King's Landing too. Yeah. In the and Brand's um, vision, there's a dragon over King's Landing, and mm-hmm. we know that King's Landing gets like torched, but. There is no undead dragon anymore, so it's got to be her that's burning down King's Landing. Yeah. Or at least her dragon. Hmm. They're going to fight. They're, they're going to kill themselves for the throne. I can't believe this is what it reverted to all along. <laughs> 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 oh, well. <clears throat> okay, so let's see. We get a little shot of Theon in the Godswood, and um, he's with Bran. Yeah, I mean everything in the Godswood was beautiful. It was. Yeah. yeah, it was. They did a great job with that. It was a little bit quieter, but just like scenically, mm. it was so gorgeous, and this, mm. I felt very somber. And I, I got a, I loved Theon. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, let's see. Oh, and I mean, Bran says to Theon at this point too. Everything you did uh, brought you here, home. And then he wargs into some crows, and yeah. n- I'm not really sure why, but I think it was to find out where the Night King was, but I don't know what that information did. <laughs> he didn't tell anyone. <laughs> and, the, and the crows, like, fly right into, like, you know, the Night King's face almost. I'm like, why didn't they just, like, attach, like, dragon glass to the bird somehow? Oh, that's so not that, cool. like, yeah. You know, little armor for the right birds. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> they could be, feet. like, little bird torpedoes into the Night King. <laughs> I mean, really, what's the... What was the... What is... Given the end of that episode what is what is bran what was the point of bran i don't know i i don't and know. what were they i don't think yeah, it's well, over yeah well th- didn't somebody say like the only thing bran is like he got touched by the night king so there's some residual the night crap or king something said, well did you see what the guy who played the night king said no oh he yeah said, no. you know he touched he touched yeah, the baby oh, to turn him into a walker he touched this and you know and he touched yeah, he bran touched bran yeah, so that's 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 the residual crap that's gonna come back, I guess. So Bran's... I mean, I hope something does. Otherwise, it, this is like the most anticlimactic, like eight-year-long storyline ever. But, but will we see yeah, it? Like, I, I wonder if it's think, something that's it's future. Yeah. Well, he I mean, he touched the Night King, touched Arya too. He grabbed her by the throat. Oh, oh okay. But well, did he true. mark her though? Is it just by touch know. or? Is it like a magical? You gotta secrete mm. something through your oh, fingertips. Yeah, I, I, I know Bran has like the, his scar or, or something like that. Yeah. He touched Bran in like astral projection, whatever land. Like he didn't touch <laughs> actual Bran. He was like in whatever. So does that, does that say that the Night King was also in there? Like in the vision or whatever? It's true. Guys, Night King is gonna be brand. What the fuck? I I, I bet you they're gonna pull some shit. I, like I that. really think that's what's gonna happen. That's I literally what they're gonna do. Oh, because gonna yeah. be the very last there's still scene? the snow. <laughs> there's still snow in King's Landing, like that vision Danny had back whenever. So I think that has to happen at some point. Um, oh, and so I think it was might that actually snow be brand. And I hate or that ash, so much. Though. I know I hate it so I feel. Like... Oh, do you think oh, maybe this is why they? Ash? Hmm. Oh God. Do you think that's maybe why they did the halfway point so they could like make fake everybody out? You think, oh, it's all over. I hope There's so because this, I mean, everyone, this, be everyone agrees I'm, this is kind of lame. Yeah, it's like climactic. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, don't you feel that this should have this storyline just should have been a whole season? Yeah. 
this. I mean, because yeah. it just feels so rushed. And, you know, the whole fight for King's Landing should have been next season. I don't think the showrunners care about the fantasy element that much. Because they leave so much of the good, like, really good fantasy stuff out. And, I mean, it's called Game of Thrones and not A Song of Ice and Fire. So, right. I, mean, I, I think they don't care that much about the fantasy. And, I mean... Saving judgment till the end, because I do think something will come back with the Night King and Bran or whatever. But that's just like what I kind of feel about it now is that this was something they didn't care about that much. And it really is as they promoted for the throne. Like that's what it's going to come down to. There's three episodes. I just can't see three episodes of that. And I mean, not to bring up Troy again, but, you know, (laughs) in Benioff's Troy adaptation, he got rid of the gods. So, I mean, it is sort Uh, of. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. something that he's done before, yeah. you know, something he's done before is. Yeah, I'm kind of torn on it because it, I kind of see it as neat in the sense that it was a, a deflection, that it really is all about the humans and power and what power does to you and um, how you come together when you're faced against, like, certain death. Um and they're not so much on the fantasy element, which people were expecting. So, but then at the other, t- on the other end, I also agree that did there something about it about it that felt kind of like rushed or incomplete? I think my biggest issue is that there was no depth to it. Like, what the hell were the symbols about? What were the White Walkers yes. like? Yeah. yeah, it's like all the extra bullshit that they like yeah. planted around it that yeah. made you think yeah. like, oh, what's and they said, oh, I'm, I don't know if they're going to reveal what their motive was. I think someone had mentioned they were going to tell us, but I don't, I don't know. I, and like, I, think that's why, I think that's why it kind of fell a little flat is because it was just so, like, one-dimensional. Yeah. It really didn't yeah, matter that. Every, oh, go ahead. Everything they've been setting up for eight seasons now just doesn't matter, like, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, it... yeah. And that's uh, yeah, that's why like it just feels anticlimactic. So yeah, it, yeah. they and they totally missed an opportunity to, to really showcase all of the Valerian steel swords. Right, oh. everybody oh. had. I mean, if they didn't have the you know Craster's Craster's sons, they could have had you know Jamie and Brienne up against two of them and yeah. you know, oh, see them. Yeah. Like, this, this battle missed. Yeah. The battle plays so much better if the White Walkers are actually fighting and everyone with the Valyrian sword takes one out and oh everybody God, that yes. White Walker turns Fucking falls. Awesome. Yes, and now the numbers been, like, yes. get lower and lower yes. until you get to the Night King. Like it just it made no sense that they weren't they weren't they didn't show up till the end. The act- uh, And they did wow. nothing. Like they, they were more useless yet. than Jon Snow. I like, mean, their security <laughs> of the Night King was awful. Because I mean, Arya just came out of nowhere, and like they, the way they played it, like they're surrounded. The one guy's hair blows, and like it's just like. What? Did you see the um the the shot of how they did that? Like she literally comes out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Out of yeah. Like she's just on a platform, and they like jump her out. Yeah, of, literally. <laughs> But Maybe yeah, like, she I was just, being carried by Bran's ravens. <laughs> oh, that she was pretty oh little. God, <laughs> so, 
So let's see, going back to the battlefield, um, the Night King, uh, one by one, sends the dead forward into the trench, extinguishing a flame in a spot, and then they can get through. And it's on again. The dead crash through. John sees the Night King overhead and gives chase with his dragon. And uh, inside the walls, we have Gendry and Grey Worm, Jamie, Brienne, Pod, Jorah, hacking at the dead, climbing up and over the walls. And just to reiterate, Jamie and Brienne defending each other in combat is my kink. <laughs> oh my god! Also, like protecting uh, oh. their their son Pod. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, so. They are really playing up that little family. Like, yeah. they are. <laughs> I, I could not contain myself during this. It oh. was glorious. Is this my new dad? <laughs> god. Yeah. A married couple fighting back to back like that. Just everything mm-hmm. I needed. They were so in sync. It was beautiful. But I thought, again, your point, Devin, like, the fact that they have these, you know, these matched Valerian steel swords, like, it didn't matter at all. And think about all the buildup that they did for that. And, like, you know, the very first opening scene of season four, you know, like, exactly, it meant something, and it didn't, you know. And And that's not and that's the thing. You can't say, oh, it's just a book thing. They included it in the show. It's significant yes. moments. And it was like, and like, oh my God. They literally showed them forging those God. two swords. Even last them. episode, yeah. they like hyped uh, up uh, Jorah, the gift that Sam gives to Jorah. The gift Jorah. Yeah. yeah. And like, it's, yes. the, it's the yeah. thing where like... And did when, John um, even have Longclaw? I don't even know. Because like, when he's riding the dragon, can he have like oh, a them. sword with He him? did at the end. Okay. I think I he did expecting... at the end when he was running around. Yeah, yeah. Had to have been long. But he didn't hit anybody. <laughs> you know, I mean, I... nobody. Yeah, I was like, like and expecting... they set up that. I, I was just like expecting like all of the Valyrian steel swords to just come up in like blue flames or something. Just to be oh. like, right. And then oh, like, them all looking around like, what the heck is happening? Yeah, and dead then, ass? Like... Yeah, same. Which I actually, agree. if I, all of those swords would have been blue flames, that would have been really cool, actually, because yeah. it also would have helped the audience, like, yes, <laughs> 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 a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So I've been watching so many of those gift sets, though. <laughs> all yeah, you gift makers nice. out there, thank you. Yes. Thank yeah. you. Thank all of you. Thank you so much. Thank all they of look, you. They look great. God. Those look great. They do. <laughs> I'm glad that the lighting didn't fuck up the, the scenery, because those moments were really, like, yes. well lit. Like, I'm sure that I'm glad they didn't let their um, artistic vision compromise <laughs> our gifts with actually <laughs> so thank you gift makers I'm glad they didn't like render the shit or not render the shit whatever it is <laughs> yeah doing God's work okay so um, we have the hound you know suffering from some PTSD um, Barrack tries to snap him out of it and he's like fuck off you can't beat the dead and he points uh, Barrack points to Arya and says tell her that and we have Arya's fight, which I think was probably the best choreographed. I thought that that like I was, Absolutely. I yeah, loved really it. Good. This this little really fight really she good. had on the wall, um, that part where she like rolled over the dead to get away from them. I'm like, oh, oh. my god, <laughs> <laughs> that was so impressive. But yeah, her um, fighting with the weapon that you know the special weapon that. Um, Gendry made her that like that entire thing was just beautiful. Yeah, watching her do that, God, it was so good. I mean, and it was intentionally yeah, her done. was on point too. Yeah, it was intentionally done to set her up for 
maybe helping us believe that the very end is possible, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. I mean, I, mean yeah, I guess she's the most qualified. I feel she's that I, out of all, like every character, she's had the most consistent training from you know the best yeah. fighters. And serial I do like and, and I, stealth is the big thing. Yeah, and I because I don't think. I don't think the Night King could be beat in a one-on-one fight against with any of these people, just because we saw how good the one guy that fought John was back at Hard Home, and like if he's that good, and like he was toying with John because he could have killed him at any moment. It seemed like yeah. he just wasn't prepared for the Valyrian steel. So you would have to think that the Night King is um a better fighter than the, than the rest of them. You would think. So I think like the way they did it with Arya doing it makes sense because she was the only one that could get the drop on him like that. Yeah, they needed someone super stealthy. And I, I like that they made a decision, because they even talked about it in the behind the scenes to have her get more emotional. I think it was, was it you, Devin and Cody, that were talking about that that was, you know, you thought that might be the direction they were going in to make her seem kind of colder, and then she gets more emotional when she finally, you know, is in battle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I thought that was, like, worked. I am actually okay with that, and I'm so happy she had emotions in this. So I was like, okay, this is an area I, I like. Yeah. yeah, her acting was so good, yeah. so good this episode. Like, just her facial expressions of everything, and I, I loved it so much. Me too. Um, okay, let's talk about the giant bursting through the gate and smashing all the Mormont men and Liana. And, um, the way loved he... it! Yeah. Oh. <laughs> she redeemed herself... Oh no, I'm just glad she's dead. <laughs> oh, <Gaia>! <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, but she put her money where her mouth is. She has balls to go up to a to a giant. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> glad she's dead. <laughs> well, she was getting on my nerves, but th- I love the way she went out. Um, just the smallest person in the battle killing the largest. I mean, that whole thing and. Yeah, her the emotion she showed with her scream and charge and everything. I love that. Yeah, that I was, really- if you're gonna go, that's a good way to go. Yeah. <laughs> this making of it too was really cool to watch. Like they had like a guy who's like seven foot five be the giant, and mm-hmm. the way they filmed it from different angles to make him seem bigger. And he had like a little green doll that they then in post put in Liana. <laughs> like <laughs> it was pretty cool. <laughs> I yeah. love the movie magic. Yeah, I like that it was an actual person. Like, it wasn't all CGI. It was pretty cool. The giants always look like people, which is nice, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, let's see. Up in the clouds, we have John and Danny and the Night King battling it out. Um, uh, I, this part really annoyed me because yeah, they were like, the dragons couldn't seem to pinpoint the riders and, like, eat them. Like, it's, it's almost like when you watch a movie and you see like drones or uh, planes coming in and shooting at people or you have henchmen shooting at like machine guns and like none of the bullets land like <laughs> yeah. they seemed very ineffective. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and plus it was just really with the you know adding in the fog to the darkness it was just really hard to follow most of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I didn't realize that yeah, Viserion, yeah. like half of his face had been eaten off until he's like oh, yeah. going at John at the end. And I'm like, that would have been really cool to see. And like, yeah. and I like the way it was lit with his blue flame while they're up there fighting. Like the little bits you could see. Yeah, but that just would have so much better. 
And then there were a couple of scenes though where like John and Danny were like above the clouds that, that was I so thought were like gorgeous. beautiful. Yeah, yeah like that was beautiful. gorgeous. Like, why could John not yeah, have there? Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Um, we get a change of pace as Arya sneaks through the library and it's just full of ice zombies. She dodges under a table. Um, her dripping blood, I guess, attracts one. Um, then she tosses a book to distract the zombies and stabs another through the throat and it's uh she's basically trying to get out of the haunted library <laughs> it was a cool i like that scene it was cool yeah i, I was i was on the edge well. this entire scene i oh, was just yeah. on the edge and like when her blood is dripping it's like that she's gotten to the her tr- through her training through all the bullshit we had to go through in bravos like she's gotten so still and so quiet that just the sound of her blood hitting the floor is loud enough to attract the the whites or whatever. I think I just I really loved, loved it for it. like the change of pace and it just it really felt like a horror film at that yeah. point. Yeah. Like, I really she really that. did even seem scared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she did at that moment. Moment, and you could tell. Yeah, I wish they would have had. I wish they you know they had kind of hyped that there were going to be different style like different styles at different parts of the battle and I wish they would have done more of that because I felt like between you know all of the Jamie Brienne stuff and then you know we're Grey Worm like all and Jorah for that matter all of that was like kind of hard to distinguish from each other and it would have been nice if they if they're just if it wouldn't have been all like hack hack kill 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 like something something other than just like that sustained Kind of, I mean, it just sort of fades into the background a bit because it was all the same. Yeah. Yeah, See, and I they let that. Their... Like, I think when, yeah. Well, you know, I, you can tell who their Sorry. favorites are, I think, because they gave moments like that to, I think, their favorite characters. And then everybody else was just stuck in the thick of it. Right. And they let one of their most unique um, armies with a unique fighting style die first yeah. so yeah. there was that, that yeah that well you know those horses are expensive yeah. they need to make sure <laughs> get these out of the oh. way yeah. <laughs> at least you know ghost survived jesus christ i was like why is ghost fucking down here with with jor this makes no goddamn right. sense. I, was, I was ready to cry because i was like oh he's gone i thought he was gonna come running back as a white oh um, Oh my god. No. I, just, oh god. I would have started vomiting right then and there. Oh. <laughs> oh. I'm glad he oh my god. <laughs> so we have Arya, you know, um, having the dead come crashing all around her through the doors, and then they give her chase down the hall. And then we get like a scene in the crypts again where the people can hear the noises from above. And then at the doors, we have this moment where people are screaming, like, let let us in, open the doors. And then it's just silence. I, I, dig, I dug that bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, was, that was really good. Uh, Chilling. Yeah. <clears throat> so we have um, Beric and Clegane um, moving quietly through the halls. And then Arya comes crashing through. Um, Beric throws his sword to protect her and the three attempt to escape the dead. Beric gets caught up. Arya tries to help. The hound drags her away, but he, Beric does manage to get away from them and then stumbles into the Great Hall and um, Arya watches him as he dies. Melisandre tells them his purpose has been served and then we get the whole lines about her shedding green, brown, blue eyes. 
So, like, how did Mal magically appear there? (laughs) How did she magically appear anywhere? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, when she rode up at the beginning, I was like, are they just letting her ride? Just Like, how did she even get past? Like, which way is she coming from? Yeah. Like, what are we doing right now? Why is she not immediately killed? How does an archer not take her out immediately? Like, what is going on? (laughs) That is a really good point. They couldn't see her. That's why. Well, yeah, there's that. But she even looked creepy. Um, she was all yeah. hooded. And, like, she just looked like she was like a dead person <laughs> sitting on a horse. <laughs> yeah, she did. Um, but this this scene here, one, how did Beric even make it down the rest of that hallway to the room? Because he was stabbed no less than 117 times. Um, <laughs> Tis but a but scratch. I thought they were really <laughs> I thought they were kind of setting up like him dying in that room and like being being there. I thought there was going to be a moment where maybe someone would still be in that room and they when he raised the dead that um Beric wouldn't get up because he had been a fire white. And I like I just had Ooh. that thought. And I just thought that would have been pretty cool or something. But that would be. They don't put just that much thought in the Put it on the would have been cool list. <laughs> would have been cool list, um, yeah. But I thought they were setting up something like that with him either not coming back or now coming back as a regular white and not a fire white or something like that. But mm. I like how we went out, so whatever. So we have them in this hall still, and the barricade doesn't look like it's going to last very long. And Melisandre says to Arya, what do we say to the god of death? And Arya replies, not today. <clears throat> and then the next scene, we have Theon with the Ironborn, and they're preparing to defend Bran as the de- dead start to rush into their area. Um, we have a shot of the Night King blasting a wall, and we get a dragon fight, and we have John and Rhaegal, Drogon, and Danny shows up. Okay, so this is the bit where I couldn't really see the dragons snapping at each other and doing anything. Uh, Danny pursues the Night King, spying him on the ground. We get her Dracarys moment, and surprisingly, not effective. <laughs> he smirks, <laughs> tosses his icicle at her, and continues on towards his target. Can we, like, just comment, though, like, how ripped off that is from Star Wars? I don't like, know. What, I have no idea what you're talking about. I mean, it's 100% The Last Jedi, you know, Luke oh. and The Last Jedi. Like, it's exactly, <laughs> it's like the same scene, basically. Exactly. He just would have had to, like, brush off his shoulder, and it, I mean... yeah. I seriously don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> There's a scene in there where, like, they throw everything they have at Luke, and, you know, he's just, like, he's untouched completely, because he's not really there. But, I mean, he he kind of smugly brushes off his shoulder, and, like, that's oh. it. And it was kind of the same. I mean, it was definitely, the, I'm sure it was the inspiration for that scene. Okay. Like, he's invulnerable, and... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it made me like the Night King though, because again, at this point, you're like desperate for some. You're, I don't know, like I was desperate for something to hang on to in the episode, and you know, I I do kind of enjoy a villain that seems like they're having fun villain, you know? Yeah, and, and he's having point, a great he was, time. He was having a great time. <laughs> you go, Night King. I um, also. There were, oh, go ahead, Devin. Oh, I was just gonna say there were several moments in this episode where I actually thought he was going to speak. Oh, that because um, awesome. they kind of played it like one when he's walking up. One when he, well, the first one was kind of the Strakars moment. I thought after he came out of it, like they lingered on him, like he might say something. But then when he when John is chasing him, that scene, and also at the end with Bran, I thought he might say something. 
Like, I just kept getting that feeling like they're actually going to let him speak. And I was like, no matter what he sounds like, I'm going to hate it. Do you think they, like, never let him speak because it's, I don't know, like, like I don't know, like a Jason. <laughs> well, I, I thought I did think that comedically that would be hilarious if he's got a really yeah. high-pitched voice. He sounds but, like you picture mm. Voldemort sounding, like, because it always has the other high voice. And so it's probably something ridiculous. But I'm thinking of like like in horror you have like Jason, right? That's just a silent, yeah. unrelentless killer. So Um I had something else I was gonna say. Oh, Danny Daenerys. I really actually liked her this episode. I loved her in this fucking episode. I did. Yeah, I did too. I mean she wasn't useless like some dragon riders. So speaking of useless dragon riders, uh, John attempts to chase down the Night King, um, but all around him the dead begin to rise, and they are everywhere inside the castle. Um, the newly fallen are rising. The White Walkers are making an appearance, and then we have the dead inside the Winterfell crypts joining in. So it's, it's like literally everyone in the fandom called. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's really going to shit. Like, you thought it was bad before, and it's because they look exhausted. Like, I really thought the ones that we did get to see some reactions, it looked dire. Um, It's when I started to panic a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I really, I liked the scene of the Night King raising, like, I thought that was a cool a cool scene, although I felt horrible for Ed. I'm like, oh, he would hate, I mean, he would have hated that so much. So let's see. John is overrun with the dead, and it's not looking good. Uh, Danny like swoops down and saves him by clearing a path, and um, he yells, "He's going, for, you know, Bran!" And he goes for Bran. Uh, Drogon is overtaken as Danny's like on the ground, and you just see like this like swarm of undead like oh, clawing God. their way up the dragon. I, thought I he felt was so die. bad. Oh, the God. noises he was making, I was so sad. Like I'm not a super like dragon lover in this show but like oh my god i was like a poor thing oh god it was horrible <sighs> yeah i thought it was over i, I i'm thinking like she kind of i don't know if danny rolled off or if she was tossed off but i think it looked like yeah. she was tossed yeah. could he have just like crushed them or roll yeah you know, i don't know what he could do to, uh, to me it looked like danny jumped off maybe so like he could go fly up and do some barrel rolls yeah uh, okay yeah yeah maybe guess so Which I think maybe he was kind of him doing. To, like, come right back down and get her yeah. oh and then when they were raining <laughs> down upon her like yeah. oh, that was pretty yeah. cool <laughs> so um and then we get jorah jumping in and to rescue danny which we We'll have a separate scene for that. Um, see, so John uh, fights his way through the ruined castle, and there's fighting all around him. Um, he passes Sam, who is overtaken, and then John <sighs> fights through it all, leaving Sam behind. Um, he that was. Mm. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I know. That I, was I, horrible. Yeah. In <laughs> no world would John do that. that, like, that that's that, not okay. Yeah, that just. That's not, and that's not John. Like that just yeah, doesn't. No, just he, Sam. Go nah, that's not. Like, nope. what's the point of saving the world if you can't save Sam? Yes. Right. <laughs> no. What the? And hell? also, how is Sam not dead? <sighs> I know. Yeah. He's pretty like he's a bigger guy, so it was like you know more can, of him to get overwhelmed. I don't know. <laughs> <It> took some- <laughs> can take more stabbing. I don't know. <laughs> Well, like Wyman Manderly, he had all those chins that saved him, right? Right. 
Hmm. So you're saying a good yeah, defense that... is <laughs> a good defense is like one more piece of pie. <laughs> Realistically, I was kind of thinking the same thing about the scenes where any of the other ones. Like there were a couple scenes. I know Brienne had one where she was overwhelmed by that. And yeah. if they're that fast at killing people, you know, you know, it's like you're suspending disbelief. But they must yeah, be really like... shitty at killing people. <laughs> they just kind of like, <laughs> like back against the wall. Like I want everybody to go be- put your back against the wall and try to swing, try to act like you're swinging the sword. You can't do it. Oh, <laughs> you just know. can't do it. Like think about yes. how bad the whites are compared to like the King's Landing mob when they like rip the arm off. Oh, <laughs> like oh, they were like oh, on it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, um, but I guess get- if they're like you know. If they're just skeletons or whatever, it's probably it. You know, they probably are at a disadvantage from like decomp- decomposition and stuff too. They're brittle, yeah. They'd be a bit yeah. more brittle. Yeah. <laughs> they have weapons though, so it's like they're sharp objects <laughs> are like swinging everywhere. Some of them had weapons. Yeah, I think some. I don't think I all of them like, did. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like most of them should have. Well, I guess if it's 100,000, where would they have gotten all those weapons? I don't know. You would have had all Christ. kinds of people being turned into the undead, so, you know, you yeah, get what you get. Like, I mean, you could have, like, undead hot terrible. pie who'd be, like, fairly incompetent at fighting, I would think. Even, you know, it's not like they got good at fighting when they died. That's a really good point. Like, it is, like, the dregs. It's like the... You know, the strike of humanity. <laughs> 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 all the shitty people who die. Oh, God. <laughs> so, uh, there's a quick sh- shot of Theon using his last arrow, and then we have Jorah and Danny scene, and um, he's protecting her, and, you know, she has like, her own blade in her, own, her hand. Um, and then we have Sansa and Tyrion hiding together as screams of people are echoing throughout the crypt and they hold hands and he gives her a kiss, or her hand a kiss. And then we get Ice Viserion crashing into the castle wall from above. He's blowing blue flames oh. at the side of his face. And uh, we get intercuts of every active point of battle and it looks hella grim for everybody. As far as like the crypts the things that were happening in, happening in the crypts right now. I saw this meme the other day. I mean, it it just made me start laughing big time. The little girl with the scar on her face, how she promised she would protect the crypts. Yeah. There was this meme that said this little girl didn't do shit to protect those crypts. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think a lot of I think they shot a lot of stuff in the crypts that we just didn't see. They had yeah, to have episodes, because they set right. up so much about the crypts. Mm-hmm. Um, like, the, and like, they said, yeah, they cut out the part with Tyrion and Sansa killing someone that was already cut out. Yeah, like there was the perfect setup with Arya saying stick them with the pointy end, right? For Sansa to kill someone in the crypts, like to defend the crypts, and like, yeah. and I really was thinking, well, I, like it was a very quickly passing thought because they never talk about Rickon, but I was like, Rickon is gonna get up and Sansa is gonna have to kill him. But I was like, never mind, they forgot who Rickon was. <laughs> uh, but I just felt like that would have been a great yeah. emotional moment yes. that like. Yeah. For the crypts and like, but yeah, I think they cut a lot of stuff because I, I mean, don't you sure think it's, yeah. isn't it weird that we never had the moment of, we've literally have never had the moment of someone having to re-kill someone they love. Like yeah. that never they happened. Yeah. And that seems like, just like, what? what they would go for. 
problematic. Yeah. yeah. Like, how do you not write that with, you know, how, how do you not make that happen, I guess? Yeah. And I mean, I think they could have easily given enough time for those extra scenes in the crypts because if they just would have cut some of that swirling mess, like, you know, we got the point. I get what they were going for, but they could yes. have shaved off 10 or 15 minutes of that and given us some, you know, meat from the crypts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah or even, I, you know, I definitely have, thought this is where we were going. Or have a callback even to Arya, or not to Arya, sorry, to Sansa, like, singing at Blackwater. Like, yes. she, they didn't really give her any yeah. moment of leadership in the crypts. Yeah, like, that's true. You know, and I mean, that, given how I feel like they've been setting her up this season, too, like, she should have had a moment of, you know, she should have had a moment there. Even, or, like, you know, you know of, where it would have been? It would have been good if she, they were, like, hearing the screams at the door and maybe people were oh, going yes. up to help. And she was like, don't. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. 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 Like when she when she walked into the crypts, because like, I was watching it with a few people, I said, "Oh, this is gonna be like, like in Blackwater when she has to comfort people and like be the support because Cersei is drunk as shit and doing anything." <laughs> um, and then like a little bit later, I was like, "Well, I guess it's not." Um, but yeah, like they set that up and then just didn't go through with it. I mean, that's the story of the episode is like shit that shit, you know, seemingly was set up for eight seasons, had no follow through. Yeah. Uh, Would have been cool. List. Okay. Um, So, yeah, some pretty somber piano music as the Night King marches. This was a cool thing. It was. Loved it. Just the cinematography of it. Yeah. And the music, I think, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. Yeah, and it, the music, it took me back to um, the Sept blowing up, Cersei uh, blowing up the Sept. Like, uh, it was that same, yes. like, that same kind of, that same kind of music, um, and I, I, I loved it. And the way they cut the sound, to where you just hear, like, faint sounds of John fighting through things, but you, like, it... The music is what's overtaking everything. It but John was kind of funny stumbling around. Like, I have to say, like, there was a little comedic, like, element to him when he was kind of just, like, back and forth and stumbling. <laughs> yeah. Know, at least for it's me. Like... <laughs> the John fans are so mad. They are so <laughs> mad at this episode. At all. I'm just like, whatever. Because <laughs> I'm more of an artist, I guess. I mean, if you, like, I guess the question I would ask is why was John, why would the Lord of Light. Why did the Lord of Light need John resurrected? Yeah, why did she make me sing everyone. about? Yeah. I think that's why what it was make... to unite everyone. Yeah, I think, that's... Like, I think without John, everyone doesn't get united, and like you don't have this defense set up at Winterfell without John and so. a second dragon rider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. I think it had more to. It wasn't as. It wasn't supposed to be that obvious as him being the one to kill him. Um, that's pretty predictable. I kind of liked that it wasn't, <laughs> and that I think the purpose is for like reuniting everybody. And maybe I don't know. Maybe he'll do something later on in the season. Uh, maybe that I is don't the- know that it was a long term plan, though. I will say that I'm not convinced that they thought about this seasons ago. No, no, no I don't. When yeah, they said they thought about a- this three years ago, I was like, bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and you thought about this yesterday. <laughs> Thirty days before shooting. Yeah. <laughs> Cramming. Well, maybe that's the whole point. Like there statement. isn't there isn't a Lord of Light, and everybody has their part to play, yeah. and it's about working together to defeat a. I don't know. I'm there pretty convinced a, there's a Lord, a Lord of Light. Of light. Yeah. You are still. Well, yeah, I, think there's, I think there's a Lord of Light, but no Azora High. Oh, not Lord of Light. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm thinking okay. Azora yeah, High. Like Azora High. Is it the World Book? There's like all the different stories, and it's like every culture has a different 
telling of the story with some hero that does this thing and I think like Azor has just some amalgam of all of them or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Like is the way it the way it seems to be for the show anyway. Like well I don't even know if they know who Azor High is. Never mind. It's the friends we met along the way, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> when was the last time Azor High <laughs> was mentioned? Was he Azor High mentioned at all this season? No, I, I think Melisandre says it. Like says that John I don't know if she says John is Azor High, but she she definitely says it. This this yeah. season? That we, no, this I think, episode? No, I think it was she after she resurrected him. Like in the past seasons. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, after she resurrected him, she definitely says something about him being the Zora. Hmm. Okay. Uh, so what do we have? Uh, Theon is doing his best uh, to defend Bran, but it's all in vain. And then we have a moment where the dead pause and part for the Night King. And Bran says to him, Theon, you're a good man. Thank you. And he takes uh, one last stab at the Night King, but he makes pretty short work of Theon Greyjoy. I mean, at that point, don't you kind of wish Bran would have said, Theon, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> 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 Climb the yeah. tree. Climb the tree. <laughs> get behind me. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what that's what everybody I was watching it with brought up. And I was like, yo, we all saw Endgame. If Bran tells anybody what's going to happen or what to it's do, then it won't happen. Like it, so he couldn't. Okay. And also, he's not Bran, so I don't think he particularly cares about Theon anyway, because mm-hmm. he's three-eyed Raven now. So I mean, whatever. Then why take the time to tell him he's a good man and say thank you? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Validation, <laughs> I suppose. You know, it closes up his arc a bit there. He's like a sociopath that. Like knows the right words to say, oh, right. <laughs> words to say. Yeah. like yeah. a normal like human like, being. He's you know? like Dexter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know what to say in this situation. I know right. what you need to hear. Yeah, exactly. No, run and go get stabbed. Which you thinks? <laughs> <laughs> so, I love that. Oh. I, I wish they would have done that differently. Not 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 for him to just charge the Night King, yeah, but I, pick up another like, one of your arrows or something. Because, like, I mean, there's arrows on the ground. Just pick one up. He, <laughs> he stood, stood his ground and protected Bran to the end. Yeah. Like, I get that he was yes. protected by yeah, yeah, yeah. That might have been a little better if he had not just ran. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you know? it looked kind of dumb. It's like, like running straight to him. <laughs> it's like everybody was just face palming. Like, no, <laughs> not a good idea. Just ran to his death. Um. So we have John and he's stuck. He can't get past the Viserion. Jorah is giving it all. Um, he's protecting Daenerys. And then we get a climax in the music as Nick, uh, sorry, the Night King walks to Bran and they lock eyes and then we have motherfucking ninja Arya Stark jumping out from behind <laughs> and he she gets grabbed by the throat. Um, she does a cool little dagger flip move and it's game over for the Night King. <laughs> I was, yeah. No, I mean, I mean, I was happy and excited that Arya did it, but again, like, I actually found the Night King very charismatic this episode. (laughs) You know, that smile, right? (laughs) Right. I was just like, (laughs) yeah, yeah, you, you know, again, like, you want a more villain with a personality, you know, is is kind of fun, and you know, I I enjoyed. You don't think Cersei has personality? I mean, he had more of a personality than they than like most of their characters at this yeah. point. <laughs> it is worth noting that you know, as soon as she does 
get him through the gut or the chest. To me, I thought it looked like the gut, but then they're saying, oh, he, she stabbed him with the Valerian dagger, like, right where he was made, like... Oh, it looked like his crotch um, to me. Like she got yeah, it like, it like his by his like hip or his, yeah, like his crotch or something. Yeah, I thought it was like oh, apparently it was his chest. <laughs> <laughs> and then like all his generals burst like you know chandeliers, and then all the common dead collapse. And I will say I've been enjoying all the YouTube videos of people watching this scene. The ones that have been watching it in bars and stuff. Have you guys seen any of those? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen a few of yeah, them. Yeah, like, people uh, just cheer or what happens? Yeah. Throwing, like, throwing liquids like, around, squirting. A wave of emotion. Like a, yes. And then he grabs her throat and there's like, oh, fuck no. yeah, And like, then oh. it happens and then there's a cheer again. They lose their minds. There's like yeah, one yeah, where in a bar you see like drinks like, flying in the air. Like <laughs> It's pretty good. Um, I like that it, I like that Game of Thrones does adhere to like basically the Lost, Thro- the Lost Boys theory of of everything, which is that there's like the head vampire, and once you kill the yeah, head, head vampire, vampire and everything all the other, dies. yeah, everything yeah. else dies. Like that is like the general, easy. yeah. Because it's a good co- like way to like clean up nicely, I suppose. Well, speaking of cleaning up, like that's <laughs> oh, gonna be that's, that's gonna be awful. Oh, oh. I mean, you're made at Winterfell. Would you just be like, oh Jesus Christ, why did I <laughs> die? Like really? Not, I mean, it was, you know. All the like leaks that it was going to be totally destroy- destroyed. It's in pretty damn good condition, all things considered. Yeah, like yeah, it's messy. It it's gonna take forever to clean. Didn't, yeah. Well, they <laughs> lost yeah, a couple of walls. The they did everything. Yeah, all the leaks were saying that it was Winterfell Falls. They all lose. They retreat south, and yeah, like, you know, it's pretty good. <laughs> they I mean, won. There's clearly a party next week, so the kitchens are still active at least. <laughs> They're going to have lots of food now. Everyone's oh, dead. They might but, need to double up on beds and stuff. Bed, I was, yeah, they, need, they need to make sure everyone has a nice bed. See, they need to talk about the numbers. Not, I don't sure know this. how many they yeah, lost. Sure. You know, for the, uh, that's what I want to know. Yeah, like how many have survived? Like who who's left? You know, to me, I don't think it's going to be very many. Like yeah, how are they even going to have an army to march south? Well, I mean, wouldn't you think that, you know, you, in theory, have the Riverlands people, you have the, you know, uh, I mean, I don't, think, I don't think the show will go there, but, you know, in theory, the Lan- like, why would the Lannister army not, like, rally behind Jamie? Like, would they really give a shit about Cersei? Like, realistically, no. Who's ever I mean, paying them? And then, you know, the Stormlands, we've never heard Dorn. They wouldn't, why would, you know, they certainly wouldn't support Cersei. Like, that's what, that, yeah, that, yeah, that's a really good point. Because if you think about it, I could see most of everyone turning on Cersei in this scenario. Because I could see people saying, okay, she's not male head of house. You know what I mean? The whole head well, of the house. Also that would be freaking you know. burned up all of her enemies. And, you know, in yeah. terms of Dorn, she, you know, basically publicly, you know, publicly killed their leadership right so i mean and then anybody who was aligned with the faith at all you know even though they were the 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 militant crazies i mean anybody who's on that side would have a beef with her there's a lot of people that would not anyone in the stormlands you figure you know any former baratheon people aren't going to be big fans of hers so and then the veil you still you know anyone left in the veil oh yeah true anyone in the reeds 
are the Ironborn like split between? Oh, yeah, uh, and the Ironborn. Well, I mean the ones with Asha. Yeah. 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 So it's all. I mean, you'd think. Who knows how it's going to play out? But yeah. you think she wouldn't have a lot of support. Did Jan Royce die? I didn't see him at all. Oh. oh I don't think I, he did. I, I don't even. Yeah, I don't even think he was shown this episode. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. With that Look. big fucking armor he's always yeah, wearing. You think you would have seen him with a big gut armor? Yeah. Because <laughs> he was pretty noticeable. Like the other like two episodes. Well, they, whenever they needed someone to be like huddling with Sansa, they'd throw him in a scene. But they, you know. But where was he this time? You know, not leading the Vale army, which was a bit odd. <laughs> yeah, right? Because they they uh they showed they showed like the that kind of armor that he wears. They panned yeah. up and the guy had a beard, and I was like, oh, that's not him. Oh, uh, okay. Hmm. hmm. That'll be interesting to find out. So we're getting near the end. Um, we have Jorah Mormont, um, and we get a glimpse of him as uh, surviving, but um, not. <laughs> I did not write this bit very well. <laughs> Basically, Jorah dies, and Drogon comes in and flies over to protect Danny, and it's quite beautiful. I thought that was really nicely shot. Yeah, yeah this was the so one good. part I really wanted him to see fucking Khaleesi. The one uh, point I was like, yeah, I wanted him to see it. Final Khaleesi. Like, oh, that would have yeah. been great then. Oh, that would have been good. <laughs> Put it on the would have been list. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was yeah, brave. Um, I mean, he fought bravely. They all, you know, he did, and yeah. like to see like Very just loyal. Amelia actually show that like that range of emotion like that yeah i yeah, honestly did not think she could like I, I loved that and it just got even sadder when drogon came in and like oh like, and basically like, hugged like, her like, put his wing around her yeah like he's basically mommy. hugged her yeah yeah god if you think yeah, about it um, god side, side like she has um gray worm and Missande, but otherwise she doesn't have any really super long-term you know what i mean people she's been with for as long yeah. as dora People that I she can actually trust. Oh, Dora yeah. was literally her right and die. Yeah. It's really yeah. sad. Yeah, but every, I mean, they probably everything with have... them too was good this episode. Yeah. I mean, Miss yeah. Sandy and Grey Worm, but they're plotting their vacations. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I wish they'd go off now before they die. They should just run away. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's like Sexy Dario will come back. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun. <laughs> um, did we... Did we talk about Danny fighting? A little bit. I talked about her having a blade in her hand, but nothing. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I just, I've loved that. Like, just seeing her, like, no battle skills, no training, no fighting, no nothing. And she's just, I mean, protecting herself, but also protecting Jorah. And you figure that dress had to be really heavy, too. Heavy, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was Amelia's idea I saw in the behind the scenes. Oh, really? Stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's great. They said she didn't want to be just the damsel in distress. So was, oh, I'm glad. I they wish I'm glad they, they had trained her more. Sense. That's what, they should have trained her a little bit. You'd think being out and, yeah. you know, having to be out and about traveling as much as she did, that she should have got some kind of training. Did but. she kill more people than John this episode? I'm sure she did. Oh, she did. did. I think Everybody she did. did. I did. John was sticking to the plan, okay? Guard brand. <laughs> yeah, guard brand. And, and how did that go for him? <laughs> He's okay. It was almost like one of those silent film, like where the, the the comedy, like where they're stumbling and they can't, you know, just everything yes. goes wrong. And like every. <laughs> when he gets up and roared, when he roared at the at the dragon at Viserion, I was like, okay, he really does just want to die. <laughs> I, mean, like, I don't want to be king. I don't want to be king. I don't want 
this I mean, I kind of wish they yeah. play that ap- that aspect of John up because I think you're, you know, I think like on a serious level, you're right. Like he kind of does want to yeah. die. I think he does. Like I think he's ready to go because like yeah, the whole what was it after before Balabasas when he's like, yeah. oh, all don't bring me back. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, in that he questioned why they even brought him back in the first place. Yeah. Um, and then like the way he goes into battle there, the way he faces the army of the dead when they go on the dumbass white hunt like i think he does like there's <laughs> something in him that yeah. i don't want to do this anymore right yeah and he just keeps he's getting tired promoted he just wants rest. Gonna end up oh yeah like he you know yeah he keeps bailing upward basically yeah, yeah. like he's weird he's being put he's, into these positions weary. of power where he by like with no fucking effort <laughs> <laughs> he's like i don't want it oh and now he has a claim to the throne. Come on! <laughs> <laughs> All right. So to finish off the episode, we get um, Sander and Melisandre exiting the uh, Winterfell as the day breaks, and Davos looks ready to fulfill his vow to kill her. And then she drops her necklace, walks into the snow, and turns ancient, and then collapses. I mean, it look, she turned ancient, but it looked like she was disintegrating. Like yeah. shrinking. Like, yeah. It looked like she was, was like, like, it looked like she got snapped away. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I was like, did that not show up? What is happening? Because <laughs> it did look like she was like dusting away. <laughs> I like that it looked like Devis was completely that was literally ready to kill her. Like, he was ready yeah. to kill her if she didn't die. He's like, I'm going to get you. <laughs> That's literally that thing. meme you see, the one that's like, I guess I'll die, like that with the guy, the old man, like with the sweater. <laughs> I guess, I guess I'll die. die. <laughs> Speaking of people, like how the hell did they live? How the hell did Davos live? Davos uh, and Sam. Yeah. Like, I saw what? that. I saw a lot of people uh, saying that already. I'm glad that dude survived. <laughs> I mean, I he didn't that. really like, do a lot he... in the battle, did he? I mean, we didn't really see him fighting that much. Was he like hiding no. a lot? Hiding he with Yon. Hiding. Like the trench. Like he did the whole try to like the trench thing, but they couldn't see because of the storm and then like when Arya's fighting he's like in the background looking at her like picturing him with a cup of coffee it's like a Folgers commercial gonna die like do you think they're trying to shock people okay you thought everybody was gonna die they're gonna survive one of those twists or do you think they're all gonna die like the next couple episodes like what's gonna happen don't we think episode episode five is another battle so I mean another battle so I think there's a lot of big deaths there just cause like that's part of what left this episode like kind of flat for me is that nobody of that much import like really died like a main player yeah not yeah, even no, no main players and like I'm happy yeah, about <laughs> yeah and like and I felt kind of unfair but I was like comparing it to how Endgame finished and I was like how satisfying that whole thing was and then to not then like, like I mean now us. this just doesn't have that same punch that I thought it would well, it didn't have the emotion I mean it, the emotional, you know, yeah. it didn't have the emotional resonance yeah. of it and you know it, I think it it's hurt in comparison by because obviously like a lot of people saw both within a mat you know yeah. within a right. day or, or so of right. each other and like one of them is like infinitely superior to the other <laughs> yeah yeah and like and I, and I was like i'm not i don't want to compare them but like i kind of have to yeah me too i've been yeah. like comparing it to yeah i don't know force a habit like one of them i 
was, you know, frankly kind of bored with some of the constant battle. And the other one, I was apparently just going to cry for three hours straight. So. Oh, God. Yes. I mean, I was. From the opening scene, I was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Throughout. Every time I turned and around, I knew exactly the tears what was going to happen. Out. In the and then you have to do the whole, like, no, I'm not really crying. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of crying, did anybody cry in this episode at all? Even on the rewatch? You guys did rewatch it, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I felt a little bit bad for for Theon, but, I mean... I, like, I felt, I felt like I, I was sad about Theon and also Jorah and just that, Jorah, like, the way the scene yeah. played. And even... Um, it was an Ed as well, but there was nothing that just there was no real gut punch, I guess. Mm-hmm. I teared up with Theon, but that was like just mm-hmm. a little bit of wetting think, of the eye, nothing too major. <laughs> I think the Theon stuff would have been better if the Three Eyed Raven, because that's not Bran. If the Three Eyed Raven, like the way it's just the way he delivers lines, because they have him with no emotion. Like it could have been. I just feel like that stuff could have been a if little. It would have been Bran saying it Brand to him. It, yeah. It might have been different, you know, because they, you know, yeah, that that's a really good point. I think that would have made a difference if he would have broken character, if you will, to, like, actually, you know, talk to Theon. Yes, like, had Bran broken through the Three-Eyed Raven somehow or something like that. Or even to have some acknowledgement of, of Rob between them, you know? Like yeah. That's the other, I mean, oh, that's, God. like, the heartbreaking so, lines so of... of of Theon's are thinking about, you know, I yeah, should have, like, you know, I should have died with him. Yeah. Should have been with. Yeah. And then, you know, Bran saying, no, you know, you're, you're supposed to be here. You were, you know, like oh, that, that would have been, been so much better. That goes on our list. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. They should have hired us to write the episode. <laughs> uh, okay. Any last comments for this episode before we go into the end stuff? I mean, uh, I like the technical aspect of the entire production. There's no doubt a lot of effort was made by, you know, the crew and the cast and everyone involved. But on a narrative standpoint, I was a, a little bit let down. Yeah. It just, it just feels like well they didn't said. cash the checks they they wrote a long time ago, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and I think they still have a chance to, I guess, because like I said, I don't think I just I just can't see the the whole Night King thing just being done just like that. So I'm reserving judgment till like the end of the series, I guess. But I feel like there's still something they could do because I've always felt the Night King had to make it to King's Landing. But I mean, this is what always makes me sad because like all throughout, like all these years we've been doing this, we always hope, like, it's the same thing. It's like every single season we're like, something has to make sense. You know what I mean? We'll find whatever, you know, this storyline has to make sense. There has to be more to it. And I hate how they just leave it. Like, I want them to do that too. I, I really yeah, hope they just, that there's more to yeah. it. But they leave like, it hanging. you want them to stick the landing sometime. But yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like we're like Charlie Brown and Lucy, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> when are we gonna they live? pull it up we're every just, time we we're never totally learn. hopeful we're very hopeful <laughs> see, we see we're not totally crazy. cynical and, <laughs> and well i mean the, honestly like listening to some of the old spoiler episodes um <laughs> we genuinely are not that cynical like when the whole jamie dorn thing when we oh, learned oh that was gonna God. happen 
on the podcast, we were literally all like, well, that could work, you know, yeah. Not me. It doesn't, like, we don't need the location, you know, just not the narrative. Not me. <laughs> we, we were, like, extremely I was pretty optimistic open-minded yeah. about it. No, can you say everyone but Lot, please? Yeah. <laughs> lot. Okay. <laughs> um, Each season, I just got more and more bitter. <laughs> That's literally me. I grew into uh, this bitterness. I was so yeah. optimistic at first, and I just got bitter yeah. as the seasons went on. God. And it's just, and it's I the. Was, this will be. I think this will be the only, the only ending we will get because I just, Winds of Winter, yes, probably will come out, but A Dream of Spring, I don't think we will ever see. And so with this yeah. being the only ending with like the Army of the Dead, the Night King, and all that, like this just doesn't feel like a resolution, yeah. a satisfying resolution, put it that way. Yeah. No, I mean I feel definitely more satisfied from Endgame fanfic than this. Um, yeah. Yeah. Than this, like, there's been, you know, there's been better fanfiction really and fiction. Right. Yep. There has. Okay. Oh, so on that note, um, the, uh, stupidly optimistic, maybe. I don't know. Let's <laughs> go into the mail. What do we got? So, do you want us to do? You want to do email first or um, Tumblr? Um, let's do Tumblr. Okay, I can do the Tumblr. Uh, we got a lot of anons, too. So here goes. First anon says, guys, guys, that was the shortest long night ever. All this hype for what? I can't wait for you guys to decimate this episode. The only joy I will get for this season is all of your criticism. LOL. <laughs> well, you'll love this episode. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, next Anon says, John came back to life to stare at Danny. Isn't he the song of Ice and Fire? What was the point of him in this show? To show off his uselessness? I'm so disappointed. The show is visually breathtaking, but plot is so bad. The ending of this show will be way worse than the ending of Lost or Dexter. Dexter. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. oh, gosh. That's going to be... Oh. Oh, it would be very hard to beat Dexter. Uh, and yeah. Oh, God. Dexter yeah. ruined Dexter. me. Jesus Christ. We'll have to... At our, at our, what our, our recap afterwards, we'll have to see. We'll have to let you know if it was that bad. <laughs> Deb deserves so much better. So much better. So much. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> We're spoiling Dexter. No. <laughs> 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 warned me not to watch the last season of Dexter, and I was stupid enough to do it. And it I wish I would have listened to the actual worth. Yeah. I tell everybody to stop after season four. I was going to yeah. say that Trinity Killer. What's up? Yeah, that was the best. Yeah, yeah. Was that's where it peaked. Lou yeah. Dexter Morgan. <laughs> uh, let's go. All right. Let's see, here's another anon says. So have. I wasted 70 plus hours of my life to watch Wolverine kill the Night King. <laughs> I have a few points to make. One, what is the point of Bran? Two, what is the point mm-hmm. of John? Three, no one of importance died. Four, Cersei is the biggest bad of the show. Yeah. Five, yeah. am I to believe that Euron is more threatening than Night King. Six, Arya jumped from the sky through all those White Walkers. <laughs> Seven, White Walkers. 
Are a boy band just following Night King? <laughs> Eight. No Azora High. Nine. The cribs have no significance whatsoever. And ten. I will cry for all the wasted time. Aww. <laughs> Aww. I, I will say the show has like Cersei's been ridiculously overpowered I since know. the beginning. They made her so that, that this is happening isn't so that surprising. And I get I get it because of how good of an like how great an actress yeah. Lena Headey is. Lena but Hedius, it just yeah. Yeah, but but she's been that way from the beginning, so that part's not that surprising. I mean, that's the thing. It's but like it they, keep, is. they keep saying like this is the end. George told them like George is making Cersei no. live this long. No, I mean, no, I don't there's, there's, there's no way. There's no way. Yeah, maybe it's just the end, not the timeline. Yeah, I think he is. I think he is. He's got her. I think she's up dead in the first walk. hundred pages of. Well, probably not the first hundred, but she's dead in the first third of wins. Yeah, no, I. I for I, sure. I, I, Maybe they make her quiet or deadly quieter because she was sort of quieter and the, uh, I don't know. Yeah, because George doesn't. Yeah, they don't award like characters like like with carelessness, like who are just careless. But yeah. she changes very, after the walk, mm-hmm. and it's almost chilling. Yeah. Remember? So maybe I could see yeah, that. Yeah. All right. What else we got? Let's see. Yeah. Got one from Comma though. Um says, hi, hi, ladies and occasional gents. I'm so grateful you will be covering the ep so that I that you can clarify what actually happened in the darkness of episode three. <laughs> and now that I am caught up, I'm slightly optimistic about the rest of the season. Oh, God. <laughs> if it's not an actual, actual adaptation or great TV, at least it's been entertaining TV. <laughs> really, really hoping that the bang that was promised is all I want it to be, oh, and really hoping it will be well lit. Miss oh, you are. <laughs> she had a pretty funny comment. <laughs> so you better hope it happens at high noon. We know candlelight's up. romantic, Jamie, but we don't need it right now. Location, <laughs> it's so bright, and they'd be like very visible, like where the like, weird wood tree. Open all the windows and come here. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Here's kind of a fun one, I guess. Um, And Anon says, hey, ladies, um, there is a tweet trending that asked, who is the Game of Thrones character you see yourself as? Oh, fuck. And who is the one you actually are? I wanted to get everyone to do this and I forgot. (laughs) <laughs> let's, oh. let's pin that one for next. Uh, what was it? What was the question again? It's like a little quiz. Like, who do you think you are? Oh, Did you think, oh. Uh, do this one for drunk cast. Okay. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Let's save that one for yeah, we'll drunk s- cast. Okay, so just I guess edit this part out then. Okay. No, no, I'm just letting everyone okay. know. Look forward to that on a future <laughs> drunk cast. I'm not editing They're shit. Teasing it. <laughs> okay, it's, it's tease. Sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> All right, got another anon that says. Hi, ladies. First of all, I started listening a few weeks ago to to prepare for season eight, and I have am obsessed with your podcast. I'm happy to find others who share my obsessive obsession for shipping Jamie and Brienne. As a woman of height, I cannot get enough of Brienne. Obviously, this season has been great for Jamie and Brienne shippers so far. My question yeah. is. 
how slash when do we think they're going to fuck? Uh, I know this question has been addressed before, but knowing what we know now, I'm curious what you think. Doesn't it have to be next episode or not at all? I mean, is that what you guys think? It's gotta be. God, it's gotta be. They're gonna be on a survival high and... It's They're like, going to be cleaning up episode, after battle, right? And my next yeah. follow-up question is: If for some reason it doesn't happen in next episode, do you think we're is that doom? Are we getting it at all? Or no, like, oh, no. God. do you think it's oh, possible for the fifth? But it's just not as like the fourth. It, it has to be the fourth. Like yeah, I think it has to be. I think it has to be. Too. Like it. Because I'm going to be so hot if it doesn't. I'm going to be angry. I'm going to be like a fury. I'm like. Oh, <laughs> I was I was screaming yeah, at my boyfriend in the car today about it. I was just like yelling at him out. I'm not gonna take anything less than a fuck. Like I know, I know. <laughs> it's gotta be next episode. They're gonna have to be tending to each other's wounds and they're gonna be they're yeah. gonna have another bathtub scene or something. I feel <laughs> yeah, okay. Like, you know, that party well, seems like, like okay. a nice setup. That there was a little bit of Twitter talk about some really bad like horrible spoiler, and I read like you guys don't think there's anything to that, right? That Jamie's like not gonna talk. Talk to Brienne or some dumb shit. What was that crap? Oh that, that... God, no. Okay. No, yeah, I, that... I think that was yeah. I think that one was bullshit. How can you yeah. even believe that? Like a I, little I bit. Like I know. I know. That's I can't even wrap my head around that. I was like, what the fuck is this? Like yeah. this after, crap. That... After <sighs> episode two, I am not afraid for Jamie and Brienne like mm-hmm. at all. Like and them <laughs> surviving this. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I've had a Captain Holt from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, like, vindication gifts saved for so long now, and I just can't wait for them to talk so I can use it. <laughs> and you know what? I'm starting, like, part of me, I feel like I'm setting myself, like, I've had these periodic moments, like, through all the seasons where I keep thinking, they can't possibly make Jamie die on her just like Renly died on her. So part of me is, like, hopeful that they might not die, both of them might live. So I don't know. Now I feel like I'm going the other way. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna... yeah, I don't, I don't <laughs> feel confident about that at all. Oh, oh no. Mm. But I like, feel like when I'm like rolling up to watch the episode Sunday, like all I'm thinking in my head is like, we are the champions. <laughs> <laughs> Just have our moment in the sun. Yeah. Oh my god, bro. Oh. <laughs> I they're gonna cry if it happens. Oh, we have one more Tumblr anon. And I think I'm saving this one. I saved this one for last. <laughs> it says, Hey, ladies, gents, and those of you who know better, I just wanted to take a few minutes out of your days to confess my crimes of thirsting after Podrick Payne. <laughs> first, first of his name, when he was sparring with Walmart Jon Snow in the last episode, <laughs> I was on. Un- Fortunately, reminded why I have not fully committed myself to a life of homosexuality. <laughs> Watching him swing that sword around with a commanding voice had me feeling all sorts of things. These emotions, I, sus- I suspect, will never be fully known to me. And when the guy sang, well, you can suspect that I was a goner. Seriously, he could have burst, burst into a colorful rendition of Wannabe by Spice School Girls. And I no doubt... <laughs> I would have lost all two of my tits. <laughs> I, write, I write to you now because I know of nowhere else to shot my love for much pain except to heavens. 
If he dies in battle for Winterfell, then this message will not have aged well. But just know that should this lovable squire perish on the field of battle, he will always live on in my slutty, slutty heart. <laughs> it has oh, it has <laughs> aged well. Your message has I'm aged so well. Glad he didn't die. <laughs> yeah, thank God it aged well. I can't believe he lived, but man, I'm sure glad he did. <laughs> I love. It. There was somebody who commented on Podrick Payne calling him uh, Jamie's adopted son slash engagement son. present. Do y'all um on on Tumblr? I think it's Chris watches Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, yes. and like yes. all the oh my god, it's just the hilarious. captions are amazing. Oh, yeah, the yes. captions are like. I think my favorite one this season was like Davos handing out the soup. And like he's like out to the girl Tila. He's like, I wanted to adopt you, but Sansa has denied my fifth request in as many hours. <laughs> and I no, I like the one from uh, the from the last episode. I think it was like when Brienne like helping out Jamie in the battle, and she's like, No, you can't die yet. We haven't fucked yet. Oh, I saw that one. Yeah, that one was funny. <laughs> oh God! And then he her there, and she's like, Are you gonna call that? Or uh, yeah, it was. Um... He called her Sarah, and she's like, are you going to call me that in bed? And he's like, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I that was understood. Oh, yeah. You know what's horrible, though? You know what's really fucking horrible? This is going to be, like, their first really good sex and like, her in forever and his in forever. Isn't that going to yeah. fucking suck if one of them dies and then they can't have any more? Like, how much does that suck? Like, I could be all the emotion. That is it better to have fucked and lost or to have never fucked it That was probably yes. <laughs> legit a problem. I'll take what I can get, okay? Like, that's like a secondary problem. <laughs> it's pretty bad! <laughs> <laughs> that was sweet, sweet memories. Oh, I can't believe we have mail to get through still, so let's Sorry. do that next. Okay, so we have a ton. We, ha- we also have a ton of mail, so if we don't get to it, um, thank you. Some of them are quite long, so I might do some excerpts. So I, I apologize to our um, to our senders, but you know, <laughs> you know what you did. You're popular, so. <laughs> um, our first one is from our friend Tina, who is a frequent guest on the show, and Tina says, "Hello, my friends! Holy shit! Holy shit! Here are all my ramblings." <laughs> I can't believe it. I'm in disbelief. I had no inkling that is how the episode would go. I was prepared to lose all the characters I love. I was not prepared for the ending of the major plot of the show. <laughs> I hysterically laughed, cried for five minutes after watching Arya kill the Night King. What an episode. It was so freaking dark, though. I couldn't tell if Grey Worm was dead or if it was another uncullied, uncullied, unsullied half the time. What happened to Ghost? What is going to happen in the next episode? Like the direct af- aftermath. What is everyone going to say? Bran saw Arya kill him, but no one else. Is it even real? I'm in shock. All I know is we have three more episodes and the great threat is gone, so what the fuck is going to happen now? What big spectacular things will shock and awe us? No one is safe yet. Don't feel any relief. What about the books? That's not how it can happen in the books. These are high and shit, right? <laughs> okay. Enough of disconnected thoughts. Can't wait to listen to you gals and guys' thoughts this episode. Gah! Your occasional guest, Tina. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Tina. <laughs> I feel like, you know, you pretty much sunk the episode there. <laughs> yeah, and I hope they give her her due because Danny didn't do, you know, Danny was getting ready to get killed if it wasn't for Aria. <laughs> They better cheer her on. 
Yeah, they better, yeah. They make better give her a big flower crown and her sash and everything. <laughs> so we have an email from Karina who says, Hello, ladies and occasional gents. I've been listening to your podcast since early 2017, and I have never gotten around to sending a message of how much I love listening to your analysis and ramblings about A Song of Ice and Fire. And my, and of course your favorite characters, Jamie and Brienne. And also because you're one of the few mostly female A Song of Ice and Fire podcasts in a sea full of men with the occasional soul woman among a group of dudes talking about Aesop. And you don't lack nuance when it comes to certain topics such as the treatment of women in the books and especially in the show. And what better day to message you than today, after this episode, or as I like to call it, Brienne and Jamie fought side by side against the dead and lived. <laughs> While I definitely think that shoving the two characters wielding the swords, which used to be the Stark's Valerian greatsword, while defending the Stark's ancestral home to the side is a really weird decision, <laughs> I enjoyed every single moment between them. The exchange of looks at the very beginning, fighting side by side on the wall, and saving yeah. each other's lives. Um, Jamie freaking out when the Whites brought down Brienne, but my favorite one has to be when Brienne is calling the soldiers in when the Whites are attacking, and Jamie can't help himself but run towards her and touch her arm. So Brienne motions him to keep on running. Go ahead and tell me he isn't hopelessly in love with her. Hmm. Can't wait for next week to see them finally confess their undying love to each other. It's what they as characters deserve, and we as fans and and shippers deserve to see. Uh, although she does point out, talking about Daenerys, it's so hilarious how literally everyone, including her, who has never physically fought anyone, did more fighting in the battle than John. would have been just as useful after he crashed a whole dragon if he had done cartwheels on the battlefield. <laughs> um, she says, also, we should collectively refer to Arya as the MPV, MVP for saving all living creatures of Westeros. As much as I think the resolution for the others was very meh, the scene itself made me lose my shit. Hmm. Now that episode four is approaching, let's all start cooling some champagne so we can pop the biggest bottles when JB becomes undeniably canon. And by that, I mean they'll bang. (laughs) Lots of love, Kiki. (laughs) That was a great email. Thank you for sending that in. I enjoyed that one. (laughs) We have one from Matt who says, Dear ladies and occasional gents, and again, I love that occasional gents is a thing. It always makes me so happy (laughs) to to read that. Um, I love your podcast. As much as I miss the incisive analysis from some of the more cutting show critics in the group, I do appreciate the more positive tone of the recent show episodes. (laughs) We're lucky to get an occasional Tumblr message from them, okay? (laughs) Yeah. I think my biggest complaint about episode three is the fact that Cersei bailing before the battle robbed the proceedings of most of the emotional stakes. If she were there, the pre-battle episodes would have been about jockeying army defensive positions to have the largest army intact after the war. Cersei, of course, would win that as she would actually be willing to take her ball and go home. Danny could have been presented with the same choice by Varys or Tyrion and had an actual hero's turn in choosing to remain, even with Cersei having the best position. On top of that, there could be assassination plots set in motion in case the battle goes well or poorly, and every character death during the battle would have consequences for the post-war world order. The battle actually could have gone well for the living for a while, and then when Cersei pulls the rug out, retreats, and orders Jaime and Tyrion's assassination, the ensuing chaos would be earned, and the fact that the Night King is just a killer wouldn't matter as much. 
Episode end with the Night King dead at huge human, human cost, the emotional reckoning for that sacrifice, and thirst for vengeance against Cersei would fuel the last three episode episodes. If the plan was always to defeat the Night King like this, then the organic answer to maintaining the narrative tension from the game we've loved for five-ish seasons was right there. So more for the... What a... Would have been what, cool, what Would have been cool, yeah. Um, can't wait to hear takes and analysis. So, yeah, I mean, that's interesting. Like, if Cersei had actually been there and then and then screwed him over, like, that would have really been, like, mm-hmm. devastating. And how shocked yeah. would we all have been if she'd shown up? <laughs> right, like, shown up and then, like, yeah. later, uh-huh. dudes. There she is. There's our girl. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we have one from Haiti who says... Uh, hi, ladies and occasional gents. I'd like to start off by saying that the first thing I thought of after watching episode two was how excited I was for the next installment of your podcast. We get so few reasons to celebrate when watching the show that an entire episode of things to be happy about was such an exhilarating change of pace. Anyway, it took me this long to finally listen to your podcast because I listen to it whenever I run. And a night of the seven kingdoms turned me into a puddle of goo that I could mm. do nothing except aggressively like and reblog literally every Jamie Brandt related <laughs> post Same. for an entire week. I finally got to do my close the door and come here themed run today, and it was the oh. longest and most fun run I've had in a oh. while. Even if I did look weird, nodding, talking, and laughing to myself the entire time. More power to you guys as you continue to do God's work in helping all of us become more critical show watchers and book readers. See. Clotho, all all of those arts, all the art schools paying off. <laughs> oh, and then we we have a couple. We got a couple emails from. Um, excuse me, I have to catch my breath there for a second. Um, a couple of emails from Allison, and um, one of them, it, it's it's funny. It's a um, kind of uh, live <laughs> live recap as she was watching along um and i'm just gonna catch the end of that one but thank you for the messages they were they were super fun to read um she says everything aria was amazing from her emotions to her fighting skills i knew that move she used during her training session with brienne would would be used again during the battle thought it'd be one of craster's boys though not the night king himself so did you guys i didn't catch that um before that it was a move she used when she was sparring with brienne which is kind of cool yeah, um, yeah. yeah. It's a little, it's a little different. Yeah. She flips it when she's going against Brienne, but she like just a drop this okay. time. But like that, that's definitely what it was a callback to. Yeah. Which, yeah, that's super cool. Yeah. Um, you know, she ends so glad you have a place where us obsessive types can come to rave about the highs and lows of the roller coaster we call Thrones. I would ask a moment of silence for our fallen brothers, sisters, direwolves, and possibly dragons. The Norse shall remember you all and large quantities of alcohol for us and the survivors, then march south to tackle the latest Westerosi power couple. But first, <laughs> this, this isn't in her email, but first, before the march <laughs> south, I believe there's some business time to attend. Professing <laughs> <laughs> their love with their genitals, please. Thank you. <laughs> you know, I had one thought. Is that the last email? Yeah, that's the last one. Okay. Thank you for sending that in. Um, and thank you, Eon and Guile, for reading all that. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Keep sending them, though. <laughs> yes, we love them. Yeah, they're great. They're great. 
The um the th- one other thought I had is like why the fuck didn't they have more red priests sent this way? <laughs> yeah, no, why just one? I thought she was going to show up with that, like yeah, a horde of them. They oh, I mean they introduced <laughs> them all in like yes. previous seasons. It seemed like right. it was going to go somewhere. So that was another thought I had. Yeah. <laughs> well, like they were preaching. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like they, they had the red priests preaching. Danny like is our savior. Yeah, basically, and I mean, and that just came to nothing. Oh, I want like fifty red priestesses rolling up. Like that would have been fucking cool. Right? <laughs> Put that on the list. Yeah, oh. add it to the list. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we were like, creating a like a whole other episode alongside um, commenting on this one with that yeah. list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? Okay. Well, I think this has been a good beefy episode, guys. Thank you so much for podcasting. Have a really long run, um, but yeah, yeah, this week. <laughs> Those of you who are running along the podcast, like, sorry. Hey, we're helping with cardio. We're doing our yeah. part. <laughs> Look at us exercising. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, please do send us more messages. You can do that at close the door and at gmail.com, uh, close the door and come here.tumblr.com. You can follow us on Twitter at door podcast. Please consider subscribing to uh, Patreon and supporting this podcast. You can also like, share, and follow wherever you listen. You know, write us a review and uh, get the word out about this podcast. And uh, that's going to wrap us wrap it up for us. Thank you, everybody. I'm closing the door. Get out.